We're going to jump into our next segue of how can I make slash maintain friendships with other girls and or women. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I, 18 female, have always struggled with making female friends. Ever since I started secondary school, I noticed that my friendships with girls never lasted more than two years. On the other hand, I find it quite easy to make and maintain friendships with boys. Is there a way to overcome this, so to speak? I started university last week and would really like to make a few girlfriends and hopefully keep them. T, I think we got a little bit of expertise in this field. Only because now you turn in 25 in how many days? And uh, what's today? The third? Yeah, today's the third. 14 days, exactly two Yeah, weeks. we got a little Sagittarius in the house. Sagittarius gang. It's <laughs> Sagittarius season. She gonna be celebrating up until uh, January 1st. You know it. And we're very, very social people. Most Sagittariuses are very social people. Okay, that's a good segue into how to maintain friendships. How do you maintain your friendships, especially with us being so far away from each other? I feel like... Definitely anytime you think about that person or that person's on your mind, just reach out and talk to them. But with somebody being that young, like 18, like they're probably not having the whole like mid-20s trying to maintain friendships from different states. I would say at a young age like that, I would really reflect more on the people that you are befriending. Because if you're that young and you have friendships that are ending so quickly, yeah. maybe you're not befriending the right type of people. Maybe you're befriending people off the wrong things like popularity or looks or whatever. And I would say that goes back to like making friends and maintaining them. If you're befriending people that you're truly compatible with and that you like, truly like each other and are want to be friends with each other for the right reasons that would naturally last you know no definitely and i think too again like you mentioned she is 18 and i'm like just thinking about how friendships have evolved over the years when i was in high school again it's who you seek out to be in your circle my mom always told me birds of a feather flock together and i know it's been such a big rebuttal sometimes over that statement but the people that you hang around you do slowly start to pick up those habits their mindset just their energy also becomes you so you just want to be really cognizant of who you allow to be in your circle and it goes back to communication i remember when i was 18 and forming deep friendships in high school i have two best friends 
from high school. And one of my best friends from high school, she always brings up this video I made for her for her birthday. I'm like, girl, I need to see that because I heard it was a little, not wild, but I did interviews from people around the school and said, what do you love about this person? And I put it in a DVD. That's so cute. Like stuff like that, like to say, I thought about you and I really care for you. I feel like finding friends who are not afraid to show their love for you is really important because when you have friends who are like, mm, I ain't congratulating you on that. Or kind of like holding back and like not giving you those flowers that you receive. Like that's the energy that you need. And like when I think about how did I like really keep those friends, um, especially like me being 25 now. But in high school, like I buy them flowers on their birthday, write cards, just small acts of love to be like, I care for you. I'm your friend. And again, those people would reciprocate. Some of that energy, I will say I'm a little extra in the terms of gift giving, but still I think they were amazing friends and that's just the way that I would show my love for them. So I think the biggest thing though, you really do have to be mindful of who you are befriending so young. Yes, I love that and I agree 100%. And even just reflecting and looking back on high school, like naturally if you're a good person, people will gravitate towards you. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to like checking yourself. Cause like if you're talking about the girls you're friends with, it makes sense that like your friendship's not going to last more than two years. Or like if you're doing certain things to not be a good friend, you should check to be like, not only how do I make friends, but how do I be a good friend? Mm -hmm. Like that's part of maintaining the friendship is just being a good friend, a good person. Like, like you said, like people will really remember certain things that yeah. you may have thought was small. Like, yeah, I forgot about that. Flowers or, yeah, <laughs> some things you may never, Truly. some things you may not even remember really sticks with people just because like they really felt that and they really loved that. So like, going back to the whole concept of treating people how you want to be treated mm -hmm. like show up for people in the ways you want them to show up for you like all of the reciprocity that goes into what do you want from your friend you should also be giving that to that individual mm -hmm. and if that's somebody you're compatible with and you're giving that reciprocity y'all would not like y'all would be able to maintain that friendship easier way past two years and then even going back to being the 18 and being that young and just reflecting back on high school I just think about like a lot of girls who were best friends or like friend groups and stuff back then and a lot of people were going to be like you're not going to be friends with these people after high school or you got like I a know. lot of people would say stuff like that. And some of these people, they still are. And some of them, you know, you will not catch them in the same room together. But it's one of those things where you're in a moment of life where you're changing drastically from year to year. Mm -hmm. And so understanding that through that process, it is uncomfortable for some people to make friends because you're learning a lot about yourself. And if you're easily influenced in, you know, that that throws it completely off on how to even keep friends if you're being easily influenced about a lot of different peer pressures or negative things in high school. Like you're, it's almost like an identity battle. So yeah. if you don't know who yourself, who yourself, you know, how are you going to really know Girl, the people just you want to be say friends that. with? I say it really like. comes down to, to you got to know yourself <laughs> mm -hmm. because if you don't, you're going to start looking for things that 
maybe they don't hold the same values as you, but you don't know that quite yet. So it's really important to dig deep and be like, who am I? What do I want for myself? Who do I see my friends being 10, 15 years from now? Honestly, like that's not even a question I used to ask myself when I was in high school, like, oh, like, who do I see my friends being? But a lot of times we think about, oh, who do I see myself marrying or who do I self see myself doing this with? But I think it is important to ask yourself the same question for your friendships as well. Yeah, and like give yourself grace because I know, like, I mean, at any age, it can be kind of difficult making and maintaining friends, mm -hmm. but like just do a lot of self-reflection as far as like who you are as a person, the type of people you want in your life, why you want those type of people in your life and so on. And then, you know, things will naturally start to balance itself out. I suggested a topic because I feel like this is something as I get older, I understand more. Mm -hmm. But the whole topic of how you consider somebody a friend versus considering somebody like a best friend. Mm -hmm. And I feel maybe like we could throw acquaintances in there too. And acquaintances. Yeah. The levels of friendship, basically. Yeah, I the like tiers that. Of, levels friendship, of friendship. How you have stranger, acquaintance, associate, friend, best <laughs> friend, on, that's a lot. sister, <laughs> soulmate. <laughs> okay. The difference between best friends, friends, acquaintances, and overall, the levels of friendship. How do you view it? As somebody who used to really struggle with this. <laughs> <laughs> T is just, she is like such a people person. Even as, I, I feel like I have to tell a story time. As like Sometimes a girl. to a fault, but like so <laughs> lovely. Because <laughs> I'm one of those people, I really do see the best in people. And I was just thinking about my first my very first best friend mm -hmm. when i was in the first grade i lived in connecticut i was like one of the very few black girls at the school it was a little white girl i was friends with and mm -hmm. i thought it was my ride or die that was my shoddy my best i was telling everybody that's my, my best shooter friend. my parents my family my brothers everybody knew her i was my best friend and long story short um you know i my birthday went by and when her birthday came Homegirl didn't even give me an invitation oh, man. to her birthday party. And that hurt very, like, as yeah. a first grader. Especially I as a little not, girl. You feel that so deeply. If she used to be kikiing with me in the classroom, like, I was very confused. And I just really did not understand. And, you know, that could do with, like, little racism and parents and influence mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But I also feel like I should have been able to peep something like that. But it was one of those things where I, I just really thought this individual was my best friend. Damn. And it was somebody I probably shouldn't have even been associated with. <laughs> T, I'm stressed. <laughs> but either, anyways, going into that from that young, young moment to even throughout my life, as I said, as a social person, everybody's like, how do you guys have your best friends? Like, call everybody your best friend. Yeah, I be asking that Where too. Where are like, those people now? That is not your best friend to you. Your best friend from 2008. Where is she now? I'm playing. <laughs> Whoa. No, 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 I'm I'm, she got me thinking. I said, who her best friend in 2008? I'm kidding. Nah. <laughs> um, but like, even going back into the outgrowing people, I feel like a best friend is somebody you could just be wholeheartedly open with you guys understand each other you love each other not saying you have to 100 percent agree on everything mm -hmm. but y'all can agree to disagree in a way that's not toxic you know like 
I just feel like somebody you can 100% be yourself with to the point where it's like, this person know me, may know me better than I know myself sometimes. <laughs> they help me realize and understand and really see see me, you know? So I feel like that's somebody where it gets past the point of friendship to the point where you can consider them a best friend. You know they're going to show up for you. If you really need them, they will be there. Yeah, I think too, like best friends and friends, like for example, I would say people who I consider friends, sometimes some of my coworkers who I just really rock with you. Like, honestly, I think that's my friend. We can go out together. We can have intellectual conversations with each other. But in terms of when it gets really deep at my core, that is my best friend. And I do not have too many best friends because also too, you have to just be so careful with who you share your information with. And I think that's what it comes down to when I'm differentiating between my best friend and my friend from work. Like I'm probably not about to tell my friend from work my deepest, darkest secrets, but my best friend who has seen me evolve through so many stages of my life. And even, I was gonna say, do I have any new best friends? I don't, my last best friends was from college and she's sitting right here. You got any new best friends? Oh, I love- <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, no, I, I, I no, shouldn't even I ask have, that. I, I shouldn't even like ask her that. I have somebody in my life that will probably have that title within the next year. Okay, she just, got a, she got a timeline on it. But as somebody, <laughs> I mean, I would say, when I don't want to say it's a toxic trait, but it can be the whole like having so many people that you consider a best friend. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like somebody you've been you've hung out with their family you know their family Mm -hmm. you know their other best friends like you're really ingrained in this person's life to the point where like you show up for them like family you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like you really have so much love for that person and i feel like yeah that's that gives somebody a, a best friend type placement but also too like you were saying somebody who knows you at your core like I feel like friends, there's friends that are friends for certain things. Like you can have your party friend, your yeah, going out friend. You can have your um, church friend, your brunch friend, mm-hmm. well, you know, all these different, your workout friend, all these yeah. gym friends, all mm-hmm. these different things. But I feel like a best friend is something where you can do any of those things with them yeah. and you good. Like it's y'all vibing, y'all having a good time. Even if it's like, you like, you know, somebody want to sit out or something like you understand like you know that's not their cup of tea or whatever like you just really (laughs) understand this person and you rock with them to the point where it's like even though that's not my cup of tea you want to do this right now we can do it together because you're my best friend even then too it's like i flew down here to see my best friend but i do have a friend from work who also lives down here but honestly at this stage I'm not at a stage where I'm going to buy a ticket and go fly to her house and sleep in her bed and like just be so intimate with that person. That is definitely a best friend. And even like with acquaintances, I feel like it's not even worth it to go into acquaintances because I'm like, it's high by, it's no hard feelings. Like I haven't really developed an emotional relationship with you to any extent besides I know you at face value and that's about it. But I will say like best friends, like I feel like even though whether it's one person, three people, four people, especially I know sometimes it's hard for some folks to be like 
no, that is my best friend. Especially, you know, Drake always be saying no new friends. But when I think about that, I'm like, that's low key toxic. It is. I've always said that as somebody that loves to make friends. (laughs) I literally have a tweet from when that song came out, and I'm like, how are you guys gonna make friends? Like, what happens if you lose all these? And then you have all these people in your life that you have that you outgrow, and you over here no, no new friends, (laughs) big lonesome. Because even like even adult friendships even like looking at my mom for example Mm -hmm. like somebody that's in their 50s you go to a new job you move to a new city you move to a new place you should be willing and open to connect and meet with new people and if that person grows into a friend a best friend all the lovelier and merrier even more because you have another valuable soul or being in your life that you truly love and you can vibe with and they enhance your human experience like (laughs) i feel like there's not we are put on this earth to interact with what i'm kissing the mic (laughs) (laughs) we are put in this earth to interact each other and that's why i'm such a big proponent of like you know just really networking and seeing people Mm -hmm. and making friends and if you have multiple best friends that's a blessing because you have a a good amount of people you can truly see them and they can truly see y'all and y'all are there for each other I think that's so beautiful yeah it definitely is and it's like when you do have those multiple best friends it's like we talked about earlier you form such deep relationships so then if and hopefully not but you know this is life if something ever happens to that best friend in that friendship it's like it does cut deep have you ever lost a best friend girl too many let me stop (laughs) i told you the whole first grade experience like yes yes like i even now i would say one thing even though i've lost a lot of friends i'm not saying I, i can't be problematic or i'm not the problem i would say a lot of the friendships i've lost sometimes come from jealousy of me having other close friends or best friends to the point where it just gets toxic or um what's the word codependent or controlling or whatever Mm -hmm. like you should you shouldn't have an issue with your friend having other friends that aren't you you know what i mean and i feel like that has been one of the reasonings where i end up losing best friends or even then just like just getting too close to people in ways where they didn't deserve that much from you because they weren't capable of you know reciprocating it in the same ways Mm -hmm. or whatever i mean there's been a lot of different reasons but like i said i you know there's chances i'm gonna lose some because i'll be having so many but (laughs) that is the more you have the more you will likely lose yeah but i would say even like thinking recently of somebody i thought i considered the best friend and i thought i would be close to them for a very long period of time and even this individual like a lot of people when i lose certain friends depending on how it goes i don't consider it like i don't block them i don't consider it like a hundred percent love loss i may not follow you anymore because certain things can be triggering like if you can (laughs) like if you can clap and support other people but somebody you consider your best friend you can't clap and support for them on social media but random strangers that you barely know you can hype them up i do find stuff like that weird and i will unfollow you if i don't want to be friends with you anymore after whatever situation we had and i still feel like it's triggering but it hurts 
like mm-hmm. like you said, it hurts and makes you do a lot of self-reflection and question things about yourself of why it happened in this way. But the honest truth is like sometimes you just outgrow people. Sometimes people are meant for seasons. And that doesn't go into say, like I said, I don't block people because I don't think it's like we will never be best friends or we will never be friends again. We may never be best friends again, mm-hmm. but there can be a possibility in the future where we are able to talk and come to an understanding and rekindle the friendship to the point, you know, like we're cool and it's genuine love, but it may not ever be that close best friendship that you used to have, you no, know? No, definitely. Now I want to pose that question to you. Okay. What's your have, question? Have you lost the best friend? Have I lost a best friend? So, hmm, I'd say one in my lifetime, actually. Like, when I was younger, like, I had some close girlfriends. But literally, like, kindergarten, it was, like, three of us. But I don't think I could, at that age, really understand, like, what I needed out of a friendship yeah. as, like, a five-year-old. But even, I'd say as of late, a high school best friend of mine... We were very, very close. Even before my friend who I met in the fourth grade, like literally did everything together. And like, as far as I can remember, like we were always friends. But then when I look back, even as I went through college and now me as an adult, I feel like our paths are just extremely different. Like we don't really see eye to eye on a lot of things, but the the truth is like, we don't really talk. So it's like, even for us to see eye to eye, I feel like there would need to be that conversation there. But I feel like over time, our communication just started to wane. And eventually there was no communication whatsoever. So I feel like this was a person definitely from my past, who I considered a best friend, who now is no longer a best friend. But the thing is, it's like for me, especially when friendships end, I even feel like it was so much time in between that friendship where there was kind of so much blank space where I don't feel like there needs to be a final conversation or like I don't really need that kind of closure just because I know we're in two different spaces in our lives. And the thing is, I honestly, I don't even know her anymore. And I feel like when you don't know another person, how can you really come from a place of, oh, I don't like you for this reason. I don't like you for this reason. I actually don't. It's not really any pinpoint, this is exactly, I feel like this is why we should not, you know, further this relationship. But I feel like you outgrow some people. And losing a best friend, honestly, it doesn't hurt as bad anymore. It's just I think about when I was saying, oh, like sometimes people pop up in your dreams. I will say she definitely has popped up in my dreams. And I feel like because I've thought about it so much, because I will say, I no longer follow this person on social media just because I'm like, I don't want to be reminded of what used to be like. It's not serving me any longer. And I feel like you really have to be mature enough to understand that. Because I also think some people go searching for closure. And then sometimes you get the answers that you really don't want. And then you get your feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. You really do. Do you feel like in any relationships, have you ever been ghosted? I'm the one that goes. I'm sorry. Oh, you go. I was going to say that's I'm the type of person. If I don't have anything nice to say, I won't say it at all. Okay. And if it's one of those things where we've talked about something as a friend, I've communicated like 
this makes me feel this way and I don't like this or you communicated this makes me feel this way and I don't like this and we have that common understanding I shouldn't continue to do those things you shouldn't continue to do those things so if one of us breaches that understanding or agreement like if it's something to the point where it's like there's other issues there's other things like it's more stressful trying to maintain the friendship Mm -hmm. like a friendship shouldn't be hard to maintain you know what i mean yeah i feel like i will literally go radio silent you will get up on social media one day and you know i don't took my follow off you know how you can remove your follows yeah i actually didn't see that before in some instances i'm like this slow i will unfollow you i may remove my follow from you like I just, um, it's just like, you know, sometimes you, you just got to move in silent. Cause like you said, trying to have closure, you can either, my perspective of it is like, I don't want to hurt this person's feelings. Cause I got to the point where I don't really have, like, I can really communicate through love. But if you try me in a way that I know you're probably going to try me and I know how I'm probably going to respond and we don't even need to get there, I'm just go ghost. But even then, I feel like there was an event that happened where there's almost like an equal understanding, like, okay, maybe we should not talk versus those people where everything seems to be going good and then boom, disappear. Have you ever experienced that or done that to someone, Tiara? So, yes, I have been ghosted. um, And yes, I have ghosted people coming to people that are close there's usually a conversation or things or whatever that happened before that ghost was given. But I feel like there's always reasons for either party of somebody ghosting someone. Outside of friendships, it's like, if a man were to ghost you, like say you're dating this guy yeah. and things are going well and That's then happened. boom, radio silence. That's happened. I had somebody that was like, I think you're my soulmate. And everything was going extremely well. Like, I really liked this person. I thought he really liked me. We were FaceTiming every day. Like, everything was great. And we were in two different cities. That could be a thing, too. But this man really ghosted me. And there's different reasons behind that. I honestly, I thought the man got arrested or something. Because I'm oh, like, I'm where, did, where did he go? Like, why is he not Aww. talking to me? What happened? And you still ain't never heard from that man? I have never heard from that man, but he did get back. I do think he could have got locked up or something. I don't know what (laughs) happened. I don't know why, because he was a stand-up person, but I don't know. But long story short, could have been a number of things. This man could have had a wife and kids somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so many different reasons behind it to the point where I'm a firm believer of what's meant for you will be for you and what's not. God will find his way to take it out of your life. So I ain't questioning it. Like, if you ghost me to that point, I'm not going to pry and ask for answers. I remember he had randomly popped back up on Instagram. I unfollowed him so quick. I said, oh, no. Yeah. Not Mr. Ghost. Yeah. That's why I'm like, when somebody ghosts you, I just think it's it's very inconsiderate to ghost someone. If it's like a code red and you're like, this person talking crazy, like, I want nothing to do with them. Say it's like this man you didn't found off a hinge or some dating app. And you're like, no, you need to be ghosted. But when you start forming a relationship with somebody and then you ghost them, it's giving you need to go to therapy. It's, it's like, why would you ever leave somebody in this blank hole? Because again, treat people how you want to be treated. And when it comes down to it, I always think about, you know, 
every situation, again, you will not get closure. But when it's something like that, whether a friendship or relationship and things are seemingly going well and then you kind of just stop talking to somebody, that's an issue. I agree. It's like you handle conflict with silence or you don't know how to handle conflict at all or you got bored and you're like, actually, I don't want to talk to this person no more. I'm just not going to respond. Like that's really is is traumatizing and it's emotionally taxing. I feel like one of my ex- recent experiences with ghosting, I guess, somebody that I was dating is I feel like this individual um, I know you shouldn't take certain words lightly, but I, I think this individual meet majority of the categories of being considered a narcissist to the point where I knew there was no point in even trying to, like, I remember our last conversation when I was just basically telling them, like, I didn't want to talk to them anymore. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to make me feel like as if I had to give them a reason that they can comprehend and understand. Like, if you can't understand that, I, like, I don't even, I really shouldn't even have to owe you a reason. If somebody says, I don't want to talk to you, like, yes, I can tell you why this is not. But at the same time, I'm not trying to drag you or tell you, you know, say something to you that I know yeah. is going to make you upset to the point where I rather, like, like, even as I asked my mom about it, I'm like, do you think I should have a conversation with this person of why I don't want them in my life? No. And my mom was like, no. And she was so right. And I remember even the last conversation, I should have just not spoke to him, but he kept calling. I picked up the phone and <laughs> I was like, you know, to be honest, like, I just don't really want to talk to you anymore. Like, I don't want to see you. I don't want to communicate with you can we meet up over coffee and you can write a list of the reasons you oh heck no way. like Girl, what? literally uh like you cannot be wrong you have to be things have to go your way type thing to the point like you can't even comprehend if somebody tells me i don't really want to talk to you anymore i don't want to continue this friendship or this relationship I may say why mm-hmm. but if you it's like you know that's just how i feel okay yeah maybe i don't need to know the real why like i'm gonna just say okay and let it be i'm not gonna keep prying for answers because why do i want to continue to have somebody in my life that doesn't want to be in like you know that doesn't want me to be there or whatever yeah like mm-hmm. don't so force yes, no relationship I didn't, like i said i normally don't block that man got blocked that man got blocked i know so t also was like she normally doesn't block men i was like girl i'll be blocking so many people <laughs> I do kind my of, block list is so long and i feel like i may have kind of ghosted somebody else recently. like i said i'll be meeting a lot of people and like i can talk to somebody on the phone for two hours and then if that second hour you say some really crazy out of pocket i may address it but if i feel like if it's something that i address can open a whole can of worms that i do not feel like dealing with or mm-hmm. trying to educate you about you like i may hang up say bye you will never hear from me again and it's not even like a you know like it's just i didn't feel like trying to educate you on how that's misogynistic or how you just basically said you're a pedophile or like how you just said these really problematic stuff that i don't really want to put the energy to address i was like 
okay you know that meme where they um fade into the bush <laughs> yes sometimes you just that's sometimes how the ghosting goes like you be real cool with somebody mm-hmm. even on the first date like there's certain things somebody can say and immediately you know this is the last time this is the last date the last time i will speak to them like this is it you may not it may not have been something you're gonna get up and walk out on but it's something that revealed enough about their character to know i do not want to continue with this person in my life yeah girl it, when he asked to show up and write the list of <laughs> whys i think that would have been the flag of oh no you, you there were so many red flags and even to the whole even talking about podcasting he was one of those men that listen to a lot of podcasts about women. Mm -hmm. Why are you listening to men talking about women that aren't even in relationships that probably aren't (laughs) even friends with women that don't have good relationships with their mothers, sisters? Why are you taking advice from these type of men? And big question for the podcast folks, why are we giving these people so much attention to the point they even have a like a, a platform that people will consider you know, viable or what's called valuable. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point? So I feel like that was one of the red flags where I should have just been like, okay, this is a ghost. But I'm like, no, I kind of want to hear them out or whatever. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was a waste of time. It was a waste of time, girl. It was a, it was well a waste de- of time. Even a, a well-deserved And this was lot. a person that on paper, everything looked right. You yeah. know, like, you know, they have a job on... Um, Look, that like I'm not saying I'm like, everything. I like, said, girl, anybody can have a job now. <laughs> like, that's not everything. <laughs> but like on paper, I thought this person would be somebody I was very compatible with, and like our initial conversations was good. But then, like, I feel like after each date, there was just red flags to the point where I was like, that should have been the last date. But I was like, mm-hmm. okay, because they have all these other things right. Like maybe I'll see them again, but no. And that's the thing too. Like just because somebody may have had the list of everything you want as far as like um occupation religion like a lot of things you feel like you're compatible but the big things like ideology suddenly start to reveal themselves like for example like people can both be christians and think oh we're compatible there's so many different types of christians yeah even like outside of your religion it's like what else goes into it exactly what are our political beliefs what are even political (laughs) beliefs? like somebody that can consider them they both consider themselves democrats there's so many different ideologies and principles and policies yeah, that, that still differentiate like it. categories a lot of times even like just being black like there's so many multifaceted identities that you may think you were compatible with somebody and then they're like that's not it like you know <laughs> yeah. i just bring in christianity because i feel like that's something that's easy where it's like there's different types of christians mm-hmm. like there would be people that be like, oh, you can't be Christian and be pro-choice. And then there's people that are Christian that you can be pro-choice and it's not a problem. You know, like there's just so many different things that you thought you were compatible with this person. And then you have conversations and you're like, actually, I don't agree with this. This Yeah, that's why you got to meet people in person. And that's why you got to get to know who people are. Mm -hmm. Not even just at face value. But when people show you who they are, believe them. My mom always told me that, especially like when you're diving into 
something new. Sometimes people could pretend to be something they're not. And the longer you start to hang out with this person, the more you start to go out with this person. You're like, true. Oh, check. Okay, noted. Oh, mm, people can flag. only play the part for so long. Yeah. And that's a, even with it's dating, on a, it's on a, that goes a back to time. my experience with dating. That's one thing that I've noticed from like, like, uh, all the different dates I've been on in this past year, a lot of people will play that part, but they can only play it for so long. They can play it the first 40 minutes of the mm-hmm. date and then they open up and say some real disrespectful things about women to the point where you're like, oh, there you go. There <laughs> goes right there. That's you right there. But a lot of people can play the part. And I'm a big believer of really realizing even from friendships, like even after two years, people can change so it's like giving yourself time and space to really see and understand somebody even as they're growing Mm -hmm. like you know no definitely be be different no i know and i think that's just a good segue back into like friendships and just as you continuously see somebody grow especially me and tiara have been friends for over five years like we don't see all the changes like we've seen so many changes since 2016 or 2015, you, y'all. We gonna figure it out. Okay, we, we met in 2015, so we gonna go with that. We was friends from the moment we laid eyes on each other. It's 2015. No, we ain't got a lie, but I'm like, if, we I wish figure we could out. look to see when we got our number saved because I remember I feel like when I had your number saved in mm-hmm. my phone, it was 2016. That's fine. I'm just. I really don't know. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I'm really not even gonna lie about it. But I do think just like especially when you see your friend evolve so much and like the girl who's 18 and looking how on how to maintain friendships or even make friendships or my thing is especially Tierra's in Atlanta I'm in LA right now and something I do is like I like to schedule little FaceTime calls and like that's something I do with all of my close girlfriends because I just know myself and I know too if somebody just dumps like some really heavy information on me i want to make sure i have the time to properly respond to that like i never just wanted to rush anything but i do know like sporadic calls are always nice but when i really want to catch up with somebody i'm like i know this is gonna be a two-hour phone call like i know it's gonna be a five-hour phone call so with me and tiara i feel like in la and her working me working traveling we took a trip to paris this year y'all like we have done some really cool stuff this year and I'm just so excited to see how our friendship continues to evolve. And I think even 10 years from now, when we look back at this podcast episode, I'm like, girl, remember we were in Atlanta, we saw Tony Savage, we went to Metro Boomin' Party. Like, I just feel like there's so many beautiful memories that we've made so far and yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna wrap this up, T. Thank you so much for joining me on the Keep It Cute podcast. And no matter what we talk about, we gonna always keep it cute. I love you. I love you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Bye.